money, heroes. Private jets, polish. Stay Come to take over your radio. <laughs> All right. I admit that was. <coughs> I admit that was a little bit cheesy, but I promise it will be better next time. Any boo, you guys? What is happening? What is new? What is exciting? My name is Toby Brendel. I am your host for this show. And you are listening to dun, 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 The Blitz Morning Show. Ah, what a weird, interesting day. But, you know, it is what it is. You just take it and you run with it. And basically, with me, that's all you got to do. Is you got to just basically run with it. Just like some of the topics that I have. And it's some of these topics are quite interesting. And man, did I boom into the segments really quick. But if just in case if you're new to the segment or the show, today we have question call. It's going to be probably halfway through the episode. Then we have just topics that I grabbed from dailymail.com and it's I just take a look at it it's news articles that are like what the hell that's funny that's unbelievable and humanity should be shot that's kind of the show then when it comes to fantasy football if I'm actually doing good half decent if I get blown out if I lose by like point one point then I'll talk about it But here's the crazy thing. People nowadays, they just don't care. They'll do anything. They just want to be the dominant female or dominant fit male. And they're willing to even beat the living crap out of each other. Right? Listen to this story. That hails out of Atlanta... Three women brawl over a man. Lucky man. Getting three women to fight. Burst a pipe and take out an entire apartment block in Atlanta. Okay. Three women fighting for you. Cha-ching. Bursting a pipe. Um, that's going to cost you a little bit of ching-ching. See what I did there? You get it? All right. So three women fought over a man in an off-campus college apartment in Atlanta. Ended up causing a huge flood in the nine-floor building. Oh, my God. It just got absolutely worse. An off-campus college apartment. You're going to college, which means you have no money, 
then all of a sudden this happens. Jeez. An eyewitness recorded a series of videos capturing the violent clashes and the waterlogged aftermath. And I seen a little bit of the aftermath and they are still fighting. With inches of water in the apartment, they're still pounding each other. The women came blow to blows in the early hours of Friday morning after Halloween. So, November 1st. Uh, that's all I have for the article, but... A flood in the nine-floor building. This dude better have a good reasoning to talk to the owner or the landlord or whoever and have a good insurance policy because dude you're kicked out just plain and simple you're gone (laughs) and you think your Halloween parties are crazy or your social gathering you think your sex life your mistress your wife your girlfriend Sometimes things like this does not get along like a little doggy. If you are a little, I don't know, how would you say it? If you like reality TV or even watching people try getting their F-ups fixed with plastic surgery, so like the one girl who had industrial silicone implanted in her ass you go to LA and you get the botched doctor to fix it right well when I was going through Daily Mail I noticed something one of the doctors from the TV show botched had a secret facelift Paul Nassif had surgery after colleagues said he looked like a flying squirrel. Apparently, he had so much loose skin, his self-confidence and paranoia got the best of him, and he went under the knife to get a bunch of skin removed to make him look younger. But, uh, seeing the aftermath, he kind of looks like a famous singer. I'm not sure. I know who he is, but I can't pinpoint his name. It's, but it is really creepy. But at least he doesn't need any consultation. Just because he knows how to do it. <laughs> okay, I'm weird. But not as weird as what was caught on a Montreal Canadian's Jumbotron. A Canadian fan was caught on the Jumbotron eating mayo straight from a giant jar. This isn't the first time we've seen something like this. But, of course, probably new to this scene, like to hockey, to Montreal, they had to, of course, put it on, right? It's the only way you can actually get ratings. But she has a spoon, she's dipping in to the mayo and she's eating it where the person she's with took french fries dipped it in eat it 
That is a little gross. Um, kind of sketchy when it comes to mayonnaise. It has to be mixed with certain things before it's actually good. But just eating it straight from a jar. I know Paul Meatsauce Lambert from KFAN got dared to eat a ladle full of mayonnaise. He basically threw up and the bit was over. But mm, she likes white creamy stuff. Go at her, dude. <laughs> uh, all right. Canada and the U.S., they, they totally have different styles of laws. For example, in Canada, if somebody comes on your property, breaks in, you're supposed to let them take it, your stuff. Just plain and simple. You're not allowed to approach them. You're not allowed to injure them. You're not allowed to do anything like that. But in the in the U.S., it is absolutely, totally different. Heavenly pregnant mom kills intruder. First of all, if there's a gun in the house and a heavily pregnant female, you're dead. No matter which way you're looking at it. If it's your husband, uncle, father, intruder, you're dead. Those hormones are going so that you do not calm her down, nothing like that. You just let her be her. Anyway, a mother used an AR-15 to shoot Raider who pistol whipped her husband and grabbed their daughter. I can justify it, but at least shoot him in the leg or something. But like I said, don't piss off a pregnant woman. <laughs> oh, wow. Anyway, see, when it comes to Canada and the U.S. laws, with the Americans, you can get away with some of this if it is just that bad, right? But when it comes to Canadian laws, it doesn't really go too well. In southern Alberta, there was a guy who had an intruder on his farm. So he shot off a warning shot, but somehow one of the intruders got hurt. So now one of the intruders are suing that farmer who had a gun who fired a shot for him to get injured. I don't know exactly how it intermingles, but the farmer's getting sued by the criminal who was trying to rob him. That's what I mean when it comes to craziness. To being uh, trying to defend your property. Canada, you can't. But they say you're supposed to use the exact same force as the intruder where it really doesn't work. Let's kind of head a little bit deeper south and talk a little bit about food, except the plot of this story is it doesn't end too well. A customer was chick. 
Reset. Customer killed over a chicken sandwich at Popeyes. Man is stabbed to death in Maryland or Maryland after fighting over somebody who jumped the line. We don't have Popeyes where I'm from. Popeyes. Papaya. Papaya. Banana. Popeyes. Why am I emphasizing so much on Popeye? Weird. It's like when I try saying root beer at McDonald's, KFC, Burger King. I kind of go root beer. And I want to kick my own ass for saying it like that. Anyway, so the story goes, a guy jumped the line. Another guy got confrontational with the person who jumped. Both of them went out and one of them stabbed the other person and they died. Okay, first of all, killing somebody over a chicken sandwich, which you're going to go to jail for life, 100% not worth it. True, you could want it that bad, but in reality, you guys, death is not an answer, no matter which way you look at it or how you look at it. You need to back up, take your place, and just absolutely go from there it's just plain and simple anywho guys uh, what I'm going to do is instead of continuing on with another segment we're going to hit a little bit of a commercial break so I can gather all my notes and prepare for the next segment which is question call I will explain everything right after the break you are listening to the Blitz Morning Show they hoes, grin us, send us better simmer We're thinking they want to chin us Better remember it ain't nothing but rogue in us Stepping out with Nina, yes sir Weather remains, whether she came Next thing you know, man, that girl want everything, everything When this playing, she's saying, this my shit That's why they be waiting in line to kiss my grit I'm for true pay dues, I'm not selfish But you may lose if I can help it Step into this pyrumate groove Wearing the opposite of blue suede shoes we are back. Thank you for staying with us. My name is Toby Brennan. This is the Blitz Morning Show. We are going to be rolling into the next segment of the show. And it is one of my most favorite segments that we have created. It's called Question Call. It is brought to you by QC Indy, Regina's very own heavy rock and independent music station. You can find them at QC Indy. So, question call. You send me questions, any kind of questions at all, and I will answer them for you. Plain, blunt, and simple. Right? So, Kim, he kind of gets the main hook on it just because him and QC Indy. Because he owns QC Indy, and I figure, let's just give him the main stage. But, you want to kick him out of the uh, main stage? Send your questions to the Blitz Morning Show at gmail.com, and you will be in this spot. You'll kick him out. Maybe to the last, maybe to the middle, maybe to even till next week. Alright, so let's get going. Let's see what he wants me to answer. dun dun dun, dun. What was the worst job interview you ever had? Well, actually, Kim, 
this is a very good question which has an answer you may never expect seeing. All right. When I started working at the motel with my mom, I'm laying in bed. She opens the door and says, do you want a job? And I said, yeah. She goes, get ready. You're going to be working in about a half an hour. So, of course, go get up, go to work. No job in here. When I worked at Fast Gas, I was there with the old owner, part-time, new owner, owner came in, basically hired everybody on the spot, no job in here. When Fast Gas shut down and went over to Shell, the day that I was found out that I was laid off, walked in, grabbed a drink, so I was like so shell-shocked, and uh, my future boss at the time, he looks at me and goes, what happened to you? And it's like, I just got laid off. He goes, no. You start uh, in two weeks, come in tomorrow for a job interview. It's like, I'm okay. So, next day I walked in, sat right down, and he looks at me. I looked at him. He goes, you're hired. It's like, wait, what? He goes, that's it. What shift do you want? 3D11? Eh, it's yours. Uh, okay. And that was it. We just talked about anything and everything, but that was my job interview with that. Then after Shell, and when it came to my coffee job that I currently have now, it was a very... I was asked if I wanted a different job, and I said possibly yes. Did a few drive arounds, liked it, and here I am. So I really never had a bad job interview. I technically only had one, and it was... Interesting. <laughs> so that one is, I bet, never had you expect what I wanted or what I said to be what I was actually going to say. All right. Question number two What is something you do that a normal 40 year old wouldn't? All right. When it comes to this, it's going to be a really hard question to answer. Because generational, it is absolutely different. Because if I go take a look at some of my friends compared to my life, there's really anything that I do that normal 40-year-olds wouldn't, it just doesn't add up. I'm just trying to think. Well, trying to look, think, things like that. And there's really nothing out of the ordinary that I will do. I'm sorry, Kim. I don't have an answer for this one. Because basically I wake up, get the kids ready for school, take them to school, go to work, do the show when I can. Come home, pick them up, eat, whatever. But but what up? Even the weekends, I'm doing laundry and things like that. So, in reality, I don't really do anything that other 40-year-olds wouldn't. I got nothing. 
It's weird. Yes, I know. But I guess it is what it is. And this is what... Yeah, I don't know. There's nothing that I do that another 40-year-old wouldn't. Oh, hell. Some of the other guys that I talk to, they lead a better, more... Woohoo! Life! Yeah, I don't know. I got absolutely nothing. Uh, let's see. Final question for the day. Ooh, garbage. What's your unpopular opinion? Ooh. This one could go in so many different ways. Oh, lordy, lordy, lordy. You really want me to go down the rabbit hole with this one, don't you? I thought about it and I didn't really have anything. But, alright. So, I have a few unpopular opinions. But I think one of the unpopular ones that has been popping up on my newsfeed on Facebook, or how about this one? Popular feeds on social media is that term fasting. And so basically, if you're new to society, fasting is one of those things where you don't eat for a certain amount of hours, which will help your body kind of eat away uh, some of your fats, help reset your mind, make you feel better, more energetic. But to me, fasting is nothing more than a Kim Kim Kardashian wannabe trying to starve herself to lose weight, but yet try making it more medically sound and more medically adapted for society to follow a trend that is actually not a positive trend, but instead 100% negative. I was talking to one person. They said that they fast between 10 p.m. and... No, wait. 5 p.m. to 10 a.m. I looked at them. I said, so you're basically starving yourself for food. And they said, no, it's called fasting. It's like, no, it's called starving yourself. If you do not eat anything between 5 to 10 in the morning... Wait a second. 5 at night, 10 in the morning... That means you're starving yourself. You're not giving your food the proper nutrients to keep your mind intact as well as your body going. You're only doing that so you can lose weight. Anorexic people used to do that all the time and that was not normal. But now, if you starve yourself, you throw in the word fasting, it's 100% acceptable across the board because of the fancy term fasting and holy man that guy got absolutely pissed off with my opinion and I looked at him I said that's what I think that's how I feel and you know it's true you don't know what fasting is all about 
maybe you should look at it. Go look it up on Google and see. It's like, oh, you mean the forefront of some true facts? But the other 70% are false facts. Well, you don't know you're not a doctor. It's like, no, I just have common sense. And I know for a fact that fasting is nothing more than the start. Yeah, let's just say he hasn't talked to me since, but yeah, whatever. Sometimes your opinion may piss people off, but you just carry on with your day. It's nothing bad. It's just sometimes true. All right, that is question call. But if you have a question, anything on the board that you want me to answer next Wednesday, feel free to email me at theblitzmorningshow at gmail.com, Facebook at The Blitz Podcast, Instagram or Twitter, shoot me a message there too, at The Blitz Morning. All right, let's get back into these weird conversation no daily um, the daily mail <laughs> a couple months ago you heard about the two parents who thought they adopted a nine-year-old girl from the Ukraine but for some odd reason the parents insisted that this girl was a 22 or 22 year old dwarf that people modify birth certificates, health records, things like that to get her over to America then had a little bit of issue so they basically left and fled to Canada. So Dr. Phil, the one with the push broom mustache he interviewed her. So the article goes Dump Dwarf insists she was a child. Um, here's a question. Why did she say insisted she was a child? That is kind of curious if you ask me. Why was she a child? We know everybody was a child. But it doesn't makes sense with that one. Parents said she was 22 years old, but sobbing Ukraine orphan says she was nine when she was abandoned. Alright. But if you took a look at this video, seeing her face compared to the rest of her body, she does not look like a young teenager. She actually literally looks like a dwarf. The proportion of everything was not correct. And Dr. Phil was basically saying, we have records that you had uh, this, that, and this, and that. And the dwarf kept on saying, no, no, no. This is starting to get very, very interesting. But I might actually look deeper into this article just because of how mind-boggling it has gotten and how crazy it's almost like he took the stories threw it in a blender mixed it all up and threw it into society as reality all right so we're going to take one more break finish up with the rest of the show 
and then we will continue on Friday with the weekly wrap-up with any news articles that I have missed throughout the whole entire week. You are listening to the Blitz Morning Show. My name is Toby Brendel, and I will see you right after this. the final break has come and gone right here on the Blessed Morning Show. My name is Toby Brindle and let's finish with a few of our topics that I have left. (laughs) Alright. With video games nowadays there's a few things that you need to get sketchy on. For example, you have the Xbox, you have PlayStation, you have Nintendo, you soon will be having Google, and you have PC, as well as uh, cellular devices. But listen to this little information. A YouTube gamer is given a lifetime ban for cheating in-game while he streams to 2 million fans. Oh, 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 interesting, right? And you're thinking, how can you cheat? Well, before Fortnite became, quotation marks, Fortnite, in like season 3, 4, whatever, before the big blob, there were people who had hacked, went into the actual game itself, and... kind of modded the game for them to have that upper advantage and that advantage to win. So this kid you... Oh, wait. Let me kind of backtrack to the first little paragraph. A teenager YouTube gamer has issued an apology for being banned from playing Fortnite because he was caught cheating. Dude used aimbots which allow competitors to shoot their enemies without taking careful aim in videos he uploaded for his 2 million subscribers. That's not even the best part. The British teen who is 17 years old, known as whatever, I'm not going to give you full credit dude, posted a tearful video in which he explained that he had not used the hacking competitive game. He added, it's crazy that I never played Fortnite again, or I can never play Fortnite again or create content for you guys. I wish I knew how badly I was messing up. Dude, you cheated. If you do not know the consequences of cheating in a game, it doesn't matter if it's actual human contact sport or poker, or even video games. This should teach you a total lesson. But here's the next thing. 
if you are kicked off of what game is this again? Fortnite for life, move to a different platform for video games. Why not use that one game that Apex? Hop on that, learn it, be good. If you're as good as you project yourself to be without using bots, then yes, get your ass on Apex and get your freaking name back. It's the only way that you're gonna excel and prevail at something you love or something you're good at and you can do new content because people will stick with you. If they're your true friends, no matter thick or thin, black or white, I have a very few great fans that has stuck with me since the very start of my podcast, Joe from Podblock. He's probably got to be my number one biggest fan. Looking at the stats, he always downloads my episodes every single time he comes out. He follows me on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. We interact. Anytime that I need conversation topics, he's willing to help me out. It doesn't matter who the person is. If they care about your content and willing to help you out, they will download your content, watch your comment, share your content, everything like that. They will, just plain and simple. So you crying, oh wait, that might mean you need a new job. Would you like fries with that? You screwed up again. Oh, did I do that? What kind of pop do you want? You're short 20 bucks in your till. Did I do that? You better start using your brain or else that's what you're going to be doing, dude. Just plain and simple. All right. Let's head over to the NFL. Hmm. I should really change that. Anyway. Um, the chart, or the NFL is looking at sending the Los Angeles Chargers to London on a full-time basis. <laughs> when will the NFL actually learn? Chargers are the team that the NFL are considering to relocate to London on a permanent basis amid to the LA failure. Okay, first of all, you guys, I'm just a normal Joe selling coffee. <laughs> Joe Coffee Easy. <laughs> oh, you guys have no funny bone, you know that? Anyway, you had the LA Rams back in the day. They moved to St. Louis. Guess what? You moved them back. You take the San Francisco, San Diego Chargers. You move them to LA wondering why they're failing. You know what Los Angeles has? Okay. They have the LA Kings. They have the LA Clippers. They have the LA Lakers. 
you have the Chargers, you have the Rams, you have that bas- uh, baseball team, LA Dodgers. You have all these sports teams on a beautiful coast with beautiful weather with so many things to do. And you're wondering why the Chargers are absolutely failing. It doesn't take a rocket scientist. It's just like Arizona with the Coyotes. Why would you go to a hockey game when you can go golfing or anything like that? It it really does not make sense. And you're bitching and crying because your team that you relocated is not making the cash and making the rents. Move the Chargers back to San Diego. Make a deal with them saying you build a new station. Their station. Ha! Oh, smack my head. Build a new stadium. We'll move them back and take some other team over to London. Like, how about the Jaguars? It's a possibility. It could possible work. Possible. It could possibly work. But enough with these teams in Los Angeles. You only can do so many times before they actually fail. The Atlanta in the NHL. You had the Atlanta Flames. Fail. Now they're Calgary. You have the Atlanta Thrashers. Fail. Now they're the Winnipeg Jets. You guys really... How... Don't know about this. I'm not a bright person, but I know how to run things. I can probably make it work. Pay me millions of dollars, and I'll make your league a little bit better. Be like, no, that relocation is not going to work. No, that relocation is not going to work. Oh no, that relocation is not going to work. Oh yeah, it will work there. I'm willing to do it. Anyway, guys, that is everything for the show today. Nice long one, just like Ron Jeremy. But until the meantime, you have listened to the Blitz Morning Show. My name is Toby Brandle. If you have any questions or comments, feel free to message me at uh, email-wise. I so F that part up. The Blitz Morning Show at gmail.com. Follow us on Facebook at The Blitz Podcast as well as Instagram and Twitter at The Blitz Morning and we will go from there. But thank you guys for tuning in. And I will see you in a few days. I do have a few things I would like to try before anything else. And if it does work out really well, I will be doing it more often. As I am going to try isolate my voice so the sound quality is better. Because I have been getting complaints about the sound quality. And you know something? No, I'm not happy with it myself. But I do want to try changing it. And with the new platform on Sounder.fm, I do want to give them good content to prove how awesome they are. Anyway, guys, thanks for tuning in to the Blitz Morning Show. My name is Toby Brendel, and I will see you very soon. Have a great day. Thug on the TV, the chicks dig that, but we rap for them streets where them dogs play at.